Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. among you is wise and understanding. Let him show by his good behavior, his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. James 3.13. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. Do you know that education, experience, knowledge, or even intelligence can't adequately predict why one person will succeed and another one will fail? You've probably seen brilliant and well-educated people struggle in various ways, while others with considerably less skills will flourish. Now, you might wonder why this is. Well, there's something else that is more often overlooked, and the answer almost always has to do with a concept that's called emotional intelligence. You see, emotional intelligence is really pretty hard to identify. In fact, it's harder to identify and measure than IQ or intelligence. But believe it or not, its power can't be denied. So just what is emotional intelligence? Well, emotional intelligence refers to the ability to recognize, understand, manage, and effectively use not only your emotions, but those of others, the emotions of other people, as well as your own. It involves a set of interpersonal and intrapersonal skills that are essential, believe it or not, for navigating social interactions, building relationships, and making sound decisions. Now, there's a book called Emotional Intelligence 2.0, In this book, Travis Bradbury and Jean Greaves defined emotional intelligence as, once again, your ability to recognize and understand emotions in yourself and others, and your ability to use this awareness to manage your behavior and relationships. So it's not just recognizing your emotions, but it's using them in a wise manner. They go on to say, emotional intelligence is the something in each of us that is a little bit intangible, and it affects how we manage behavior, how we navigate social complexities, and how we make personal decisions that achieve positive results. Emotional intelligence will tap into a fundamental element of human behavior that's distinct from your intellect. It's powerful, and it shouldn't be ignored. In fact, Bradbury and Graves tells us that it is so critical to success that it accounts for 58% of personal performance in all types of jobs. They go on to say, quote, the link between emotional intelligence and earnings is so direct 
that every point increase in emotional intelligence adds $1,300 to an annual salary. Let me repeat that. They say the link between emotional intelligence and earnings is so direct that every point increase in emotional intelligence adds $1,300 to an annual salary. I would say that that's pretty powerful. So let's take a closer look at what emotional intelligence entails. Well, it encompasses several key components, four to be exact. The first one is self-awareness. And as you might imagine, this is recognizing and understanding your own emotions, your strengths, your weaknesses, and your values. Now, it's not about discovering deep, dark secrets or unconscious motivations, but it comes from developing a straightforward and honest understanding of what makes you tick. It's what you're, it's you're knowing exactly what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what your values are, and what your emotions are, and then controlling those. Proverbs 14.8 tells us that the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. You know what you do well when your emotional intelligence is, is high, what motivates you, what satisfies you, and what people can push your buttons. And then once again, because of emotional intelligence, if based on your skills, then you know how to control your emotions when people push your buttons. The second one is self-regulation or self-management. And as you might imagine, it's managing and controlling one's emotional responses and impulses. And this includes handling stress and adapting to changing situations. How often do you find that something in your life is going to change and you become disembobulated? Oh gosh, I just blew that word. Anyway, you get really upset and you don't know how to handle it. Say, for instance, all of a sudden you're going to have to move because you're in the military and you thought you were going to be there for three years and all of a sudden you get orders for a year and a half and you're going to have to go. How do you handle that? Well, emotional intelligence dictates how you respond. Proverbs 29, 11 says, a fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. Emotional intelligence is using your ability to use awareness of your, to have awareness of your emotions and to actively choose what you say and do. Proverbs fifteen eighteen says a hot tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. Once again, emotional intelligence. It's the ability to size yourself up quickly then and to grab the reins before you head out in the wrong direction. For instance, you might hear someone said something about you, and all of a sudden you're just really as angry as you can be. And without thinking, you go to that person and you start attacking them. Well, that's not what you want to do. Emotional intelligence, a high area in that, will keep you from doing that. Proverbs 16.32 says, Whoever is slow to anger 
is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. And then we have James 1.20 says, For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Now, the third component of emotional intelligence is social awareness. And as you might imagine, once again, this is perceiving and comprehending the emotions of others, including their perspectives and their needs. Ecclesiastes 3, 4 says there's a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Now, sometimes we think, yeah, right. We know when somebody's upset and they're weeping or when it's laughter. But there's sometimes when you might get it wrong. But social awareness will help you in keeping in perceiving and comprehending the emotions of others. Have you met someone who automatically they might come up to you and even though you're not looking sad or you're not feeling dejected or anything like that, they just perceive that something is wrong and they might say, hey, listen, can we talk? Are you okay? There are people who are like that. And once again, it's because of their emotional intelligence. With social awareness, instead of looking inward to learn about and understand yourself, social awareness is looking outward to learn about, and to appreciate others. Social awareness is centered on your ability to recognize and understand the emotions of others. Romans twelve fifteen says, Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Again, emotional intelligence. Then the last one is relationship management. And this is utilizing emotional awareness to navigate social interactions, to communicate effectively, to resolve conflicts, and to build positive relationships. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen emotional intelligence. All relationships, as you know, take work. Working on a relationship takes time and effort and know-how. The know-how is that emotional intelligence. Ephesians 4.2 says, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. And then 4.3 of Ephesians goes on to say, Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. So the four components of emotional intelligence then is self-awareness, and that's knowing yourself, self-regulation and self-management, and that's managing yourself, social awareness, knowing and appreciating others, and last but not least, relationship managing, management, managing others and understanding them. So some of you may be thinking, well, I see how this is important for me to know about emotional intelligence. But is this something for children and especially when they're so young? And if so, how do I foster emotional intelligence in them? Well, the answer to this is you better believe it's important for your child. And the sooner they learn the skills needed to increase emotional intelligence, the better. 
And it's not something that you teach them all at once. It's something that you teach them daily as they are growing. And it starts as soon as you start communicating with your child. And you know that you start communicating with your child at infancy. So remember, you teach and you model all things that your children are learning. So you need to check your emotional intelligence in every area. And increasing your child's emotion intelligence is important. So in the next episode, we'll look at the first thing we're going to look at is six reasons why emotional intelligence is essential for your child. And then the second thing we'll look at will be five ways that you, the parent, can increase your child's emotional intelligence. So until then, as I always say, remember to always parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.